0: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier, and you can find the show at Locked On Cowboys on Twitter. Make sure you check it out. We're recording this on Thursday afternoon. The Cowboys had their padded practice earlier this morning, and they're going to have a walkthrough tonight. The Cowboys play Saturday night uh, on NFL Network, 9 p.m. Eastern Time against the Los Angeles Rams. So to get you ready for that game, tomorrow we're going to talk about you know some of the players to watch for, some of the things that are going to develop, who are likely going to be the starters, all that kind of news out of Dallas tomorrow. Today, it's another edition of Twitter Thursday here in the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We've got 10 great questions. We're going to run through them. Uh, some have to deal with the day-to-day operations of the Cowboys. Some are some longer-term uh, big picture idea so let's jump right into it our first question from at Assad underscore m24 has my view of jalen smith changed of when he should play that's a great first question um the short answer is yes uh earlier this off season i was not optimistic at all that jalen smith was going to contribute not just this year whatever um I was able to see some of the OTA in minicamp practices, and it just didn't look like a player that could play in the NFL. And he struggled with acceleration. He struggled changing directions. I kind of thought that, you know, after a year and a half of the injury, if he didn't have that explosiveness yet, um, that he just was never going to become a player in the NFL. Now, do we know what kind of player he's going to be? No. But I think that we've seen in training camp so far that Jalen, I think at the very worst, is an NFL player. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what kind of player he's going to be, but you can see that he's got some of his explosiveness back. And you would hope that he's going to look much different in October and November than he does you know, right now in August. So yes, I, I I absolutely think that he's changed uh, my expectations of how soon he's going to play. But um, I I'm not sure that he's going to play a big role early in the season, and that's okay with me. I've for the last couple of weeks I've preached patience with Jalen Smith. I I don't care necessarily what he looks like in September. I just want him to be a factor. In November, and December, when the games you know really start mattering, so uh, yes, it's changed. Still a little pessimistic that he's going to come right in, w- right away, and be a superstar. I still think like he's behind players like Damian Wilson and Anthony Hitchens. They're better players right now, but I don't think it'll take very much for him to surpass them if that nerve in his foot continues to heal and get better. Uh, next one from at one zero zero one. Who takes Crawford's snaps with the first-team defense? Now, I'm going to assume that Tyrone Crawford is going to be back for the regular season. So I'm guessing this question is more about in the preseason and what would happen if Crawford were to go down. I think the Cowboys would like to have Taco Charlton take those snaps and play DeMarcus Lawrence on the right side, leave Benson Mayowa on the right side, and then you know try to find eventually... Uh, Maybe Taco, Charlton, and David Irving take those snaps. But as of right now, it'll probably be Taco. Don't be shocked if they move Benson Mayowa over there because he's got a little bit of that position flex. And don't be surprised if they play Jordan Carroll, their seventh-round rookie out of Colorado, at that spot either. Next one from at Because Cowboys, If Rico continues to develop, who are your three tight ends on game day and why? Great question. So Jason Witten, obviously, is going to be your one. I think James Hanna is locked in as the second tight end because of all he can do as a blocker. He can be your H-back. He can be a fullback. He can be a tight end. He can split out wide in the slot. He's also on all the special teams units. As long as he's healthy, he's locked into that number two spot. Now, for the third spot, I'm open to playing Rico Gathers there because he has shown that he can do a lot of the things that Jeff Swain did last year. On some of those play action bootleg rollouts where you know the tight end is going out into the flats, Rico has shown you know a couple times in the last two games that he's really played this preseason game, Hall of Fame game, and this the preseason game last year against the Texans that he can run that route. My guess though is that Dallas is going to be super patient with Rico, they're going to allow him to develop, they don't want to rush him into the games when he's ready to play. He will play, so my guess is that you'll start the season with Jeff Swain as that third tight end. But eventually, throughout the season, if injuries you know start to happen, or maybe even they want to, you know, give Swain or Hannah a a one or two game rest just to you know keep them fresh for potentially the playoffs. You could put Gathers in there, see what he does in the red zone. But I'm always looking as at, at the roster as who can help me on special teams and who can do the most for me on offense. For right now, it's probably Swain. I won't be shocked if in the future that gathers, yeah, and that future could be within eight, nine weeks of the season. Next one from at TJ Critton. How has Steven Paya looked so far? Uh, much better than uh, Cedric Thornton. And I know that's kind of worrying uh, some Cowboy fans because Cowboy spent big money on Cedric Thornton last year, but now, Stephen Pye is a guy that the Cowboys really like. Uh, he's very disruptive in one on ones. Yesterday at practice, he put Byron Bell on his butt twice in one on ones. Um, I, I kind of like Stephen Pye and what he can do for the off or for the defense. Not going to give a lot of pass rush, but I think he he's got enough power to be a you know a solid player in first and second down, and you kick him out on third down and slide in Tyrone Crawford or Taco Charlton inside, but. Uh, I like Paya. I think he's going to be the starter. I've kind of been saying that all offseason. I just think he's a better fit for this defense. And I don't think Cedric Thornton's spot on this roster is absolutely safe because they've got a lot of talent elsewhere on that defensive line. If they want to keep a Joey Ivy or Jordan Carroll instead, try to get a little bit younger, a little bit more athletic, I certainly think that's possible. So we'll see. I I am confident that Paya is going to be your week one starter. We'll see what happens. Thornton is nursing a hamstring injury right now. So it's it's going to be interesting. This next question I really like from at Frank Grimes 12. What positions will be a need in the 2018 draft for the Cowboys? So the best way to do this, I think, is just go position by position really quickly. I don't think the Cowboys are going to have a need at quarterback. I wouldn't be opposed to them spending a third or fourth round pick on a quarterback similar to what the Raiders did with Connor Cook and the Patriots did with Jacoby Brissett. That won't, that won't shock me at all if they do that. I, I would be perfectly fine if the Cowboys could get a young player in here that has a similar skill set to Dak Prescott and do it that way. Running back, you shouldn't have a need unless something happens to Ezekiel Elliott. They'll probably cycle in veterans there. Receiver, you shouldn't have a need at receiver. Everybody's locked up. They drafted two last year. Should be good there. Tight end, similar. You have a lot of young pieces there. On the offensive line, wouldn't be shocked to see them grab a guard in the second or third round if Chaz Green or Jonathan Cooper don't work out. But on the offensive line, I think they're pretty much settled. They're probably going to go with those four, with Smith, uh, Frederick, Martin, and Collins as their big money guys. Probably try to always go cheap on that uh, fifth offensive lineman. Always going to have need for pass rushers. I know they spent a first-round pick on Taco last year. DeMar- Marcus uh, Lawrence is a free agent. Uh, we'll see what they do there. They're going to always need pass rush. I don't anticipate Randy Gregory ever making a return to the Cowboys. Always going to have a need at pass rush. Should be okay at linebacker with Jalen Smith, Sean Lee. Anthony Hitchens is a free agent, and that's the guy that I would try to re-up here soon to make sure that you always have good depth. Damian Wilson will be entering his final year of the contract. Safety potentially because of Jeff Heath if he doesn't work out. And they probably can always add a corner. But they drafted two this year in W. Wouzier and Jordan Lewis. And they have Anthony Brown. We'll see. My guess is that they're probably going to be looking back at defense end again next year. All right, let's pause to tell you about our friends at CESNI. Buying and selling a home can be stressful. That is until you meet the CESNI Premier Realty Group. The professional and experienced real estate agents of the CESNI Premier Realty Group provide service that is second to none. Focused on building personal relationships with their clients, CESNI's Premier Group realtors seek to understand their clients' needs and wants and ensure that those needs and wants are met every time and will strive to provide a hassle-free buying and selling experience as they assist their clients with all their real estate needs. No matter the situation, they're here to help. So if you or someone you know is buying, selling, or relocating, if you are struggling with the possibility of a short sale or foreclosure, the CESNI Premier Realty Group knows that you deserve the best and will make sure that you get the best. If you currently need or think you will have a real estate need in the future, contact the CESNI Premier Realty Group directly at 469-672-6987. That's 469 469- 672 You can also visit their website at www.YourDFWHomeSolution.com. That's www.YourDFWHomeSolution.com. All right, our next question from at John9Williams. Who is your favorite at left guard? I think they would love to see Jonathan Cooper win that job just for the fact that they could keep Chaz Green as the team's swing tackle. I know he's not a very reliable option because he's always injured, but I think they would love to have Jonathan Cooper win that job. I think the most talented player is Chaz Green. He was working with the starters before his injury. He did return to practice today, even though it was in a limited fashion. I think he is probably the favorite to win it just on talent. They'll probably go with Cooper because of his reliability but don't sleep on Byron Bell. This is a guy that has started games in this league. When he signed with the Cowboys in March, he was 360 pounds. He's got all the way down to 310 pounds. He practiced with the starters this week. If he can get his feet back under him, because that's kind of been a problem with him right now, is his balance. And that's partially because he's he lost 50 pounds. He's used to he's he's getting used to his body. But if he can get used to playing at 310 pounds, I don't think he's spectacular. I think he's very average. But at this point, the Cowboys will settle for average and a reliable spot there, a reliable player. I'm interested to see. I think at the end of the day, Chaz Green's just too talented to keep off the field. So they're going to put him at that spot and just hope and pray that he stays healthy. Next one from at D underscore lack. Can you see Jalen Smith playing defense end? So this question comes from a video that Jalen Smith uh, tweeted out last year around this time. He tweeted a bunch of practice film of him playing defense end and I got to say it was extremely impressive. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a linebacker with his ability to run the edge and dip around the edge. I mean, he was beating guys like Ronnie Stanley who were a top, you know, top 10 pick uh, a few years ago. He he's absolutely got that talent. And I think if he eventually returns to 100%, he could possibly do that for the Cowboys in situations. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Uh, I think this year they're going to be very careful as to the situations they're going to put him in. But next year during training camp, if he's feeling fine, he sheds that brace, I would not be opposed to using him as a maybe a stand-up rusher on third downs because he's a gifted pass rusher. He just knows how to get to the quarterback, won't be shocked if uh, they decide to use him in that capacity next season. Next one for my buddy, uh, Mark Lane. You can find him on Twitter at TheRealMarkLane. He writes for All22.com. Good friend of mine. Check him out. He said, how concerned are you with Tyron Smith and his back? So in case you didn't hear, Tyron Smith is going to be shut down. And actually, shut down is not the right word because the Cowboys had a practice today Uh, They have a walkthrough tonight. They don't practice on Friday. The game's on Saturday, and I believe they don't practice on Sunday. So the Cowboys decided instead of having him practice today, they were just going to give him the day off so we could have the next five days to rest up his back. He's got some tightness in his back. It's not related to his bulging disc that he had last year. Um, We'll see what's going to happen with Tyron. Am I worried? A little bit. Uh, He's obviously had some back issues that have hindered him the last few years. However, he's somehow managed to play through some of those injuries. Um, I'm concerned, but the Cowboys seem to, they're comfortable letting him rest. It's not something they feel like he has to have surgery on. Uh, He traveled with the team last week. I just think it's going to be something that they're going to have to manage probably throughout the season. I won't be shocked if they give him you know, maybe just one day of practice a week and hope that, that by limiting him in practice can help him stay healthy throughout the year. Next two questions come from uh, at Arocles. I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but two questions from him. I thought were really good, and we'll finish up with those. Could the Cowboys trade Darren McFadden? Answer, probably. They could probably get a conditional 6th or 7th round pick out of him, but – is it really worth it? He's this he is the the primary backup for Ezekiel Elliott. He's got speed, he can play on special teams, he can pass protect, he doesn't fumble and he can catch the ball. So, I know he's not this most, you know, this exciting young player that, you know, is going to replace Ezekiel Elliott, but he is competent enough and he's trustworthy. The coaches feel fine putting him in the game. They know that he's going to keep the quarterback safe. And something that I've learned in the years of covering the NFL, is that coaches want guys that won't fumble and that'll keep their quarterback healthy, and McFadden has the added ability of being able to catch the ball out of the backfield and play special teams. That's a valuable player on, uh, you know, a valuable asset to have on your team. I don't see them moving on from McFadden. I mean, unless somebody's offering, you know, a fourth, fifth round pick for Darren McFadden, I don't see the Cowboys trading him in almost any scenario. And could the Cowboys make any surprise moves to bolster their defense? There was a report uh, this week the Cowboys would be interested in potentially trading for Sheldon Richardson. That's bogus. That's not going to happen. Uh, they're pretty set on their their defensive tackles. They don't want to spend the extra money to go out and get somebody like Sheldon Richardson, who's got a bunch of off the field problems. Uh, I don't see them doing that. The Cowboys in recent years are pretty much against going out and spending money on guys that aren't on their roster. They're going to draft and develop. I think if they're just hoping that some of their young guys between, you know, Jalen Smith and Malik Collins and Marcus Lawrence and Charles Tapper and taco Charlton, they're hoping that those guys take the next step and they would rather see their guys develop than go outside of the roster and try to try to upgrade that way. Will they pick up guys throughout the season? Absolutely. Absolutely. But they're not going to be you know, Darrell Rebus or any of those type of players. They're going to stay in home for the most part and build their roster that way. That's it for today's show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Hit us up with a five-star review if you so choose. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Cowboys. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Again, I've got some exciting news I'm going to announce. Probably not this week, but next week. So make sure you're tuning into the show. Big things happening for Lockdown Cowboys. Make sure you're back here tomorrow. We'll see you then. the list.